Welcome to Unconventional Success, where we are rewriting the rules for female solopreneurs. I'm your host, Tiffany Dawson, a business and mindset coach. I help women who value freedom to earn the income they need to facilitate the lifestyle they want. I'll share interviews with successful female founders and my own tips on how to build a bulletproof mindset, make your own rules for your reality, and think strategically about your business so you can earn free-flowing revenue while spending quality time with your family. Remember, you can do life and business in a totally unconventional way and be wildly successful at the same time. The only person you need permission from is you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unconventional Success. I'm very pleased to have you here today. As of time of recording, it is Wednesday, so that means yesterday was our very first Overflow Collective call of 2024, which was, I can honestly say it did not disappoint. The number of topics we were able to cover in such a short period of time during our live call was incredible, but just so useful to everyone, so relatable to everyone. We covered topics from setting boundaries with people who we love so that our business doesn't suffer. So one of the ladies said that she kind of sees herself as a rescuer and a nurturer. And when her friends are in times of need, she kind of drops everything to help them at the detriment to her business meaning that actually her energy levels plummet. She might not be able to take on as many clients. She might not be as present with some of her other family members. So kind of having that conversation about radical boundary setting, but in a really loving way and how to have those conversations with kindness was so needed, especially to set the tone for the year as well. We also talked about mum guilt and business guilt. So when we're spending time with our kids, we're feeling guilty about not spending time on the business and vice versa. When we're spending time on business or thinking about the business, that means we're not being present with our kids. So how do you reconcile that? How can you manage that guilt or even eliminate it? So we talked about quite a few strategies and different mindset shifts to do with that as well. We also talked about pricing. So it's really cool that in these calls, we get to talk about all things ranging from motherhood stuff to personal life to business strategy and also the mix of everything together. Yeah, we talked about pricing and one of the really interesting topics we talked about was about how some of us find it really difficult to figure out how much time a project is going to take or how much time a specific piece of work is going to take. So if we're presented with, you know, a client saying, can you execute this for me? How do you price it? Because I guess the common thing to do is think about how much time it's going to take and therefore price based on that. But then we discussed how that doesn't always make sense. One, because sometimes we don't know how long it's going to take until we get stuck in, depending on what type of business you run. Other times it's that you've never done that kind of project before. So how are you supposed to price based on time? And then also the other thing is that the more experienced you are, the less time it's going to take. 
but that shouldn't mean that you get paid any less. If anything, the more experience you have, you should get paid more and it should take you less time. So pricing based on time just doesn't make sense. And we talked about some alternative ways to price based on intuition, energy and feeling, but also having a structure around that. So it's not just like a finger in the air type exercise. So many juicy conversations. I can't cover them all here, unfortunately, but if that's something that you're interested in listening into or listening into any of the past calls that we've had, as soon as you sign up to Overflow Collective, you access all of the past calls and you can kind of binge on all the discussions we've had in the past. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of a taste for what, what we talk about during our live calls. I also love these calls so much that as of this month, we're doing not just one collective call a month, we're doing two live collective calls a month. And that makes me so lit up because these are the discussions that really get people to connect with the other women in this group, to learn something about themselves, learn about others, and also be able to contribute. I think that's something that's really overlooked when it comes to joining a community. When you are able to help someone else in the community, your confidence skyrockets because you suddenly realize you've got knowledge and wisdom to share that maybe you thought was common knowledge or maybe you thought, oh, well, everyone knows that. It's not special that I do. Being able to use that to serve and help other people in your community can be such a confidence booster, such a self-esteem booster. And I've seen that with the members in Overflow Collective as well. And I've also experienced it myself in the past while joining other communities. So if this is something you have been looking for, you've kind of felt that in 2023, you didn't have that sense of connection to other mothers who are entrepreneurs going through the same things, wanting the same goals as you, having those expansive visions, wanting to dream big and achieve big things, come and join us. This is the place where we normalize all the challenges that come along with business and motherhood. And we also normalize huge success. So come. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Come and check it out. Um, and if you've got any questions, just send me a DM on Instagram. Today, I want to talk to you about a really simple topic, but also a really overlooked aspect of running a business. And I've titled this episode Longevity Over Likes because a lot of us, by default, without knowing it, unintentionally focus a lot of our energy into getting external validation, particularly from social media posts. But when I talk about likes, it's not just about getting love hearts on your Instagram posts or on your LinkedIn posts or wherever. I'm also talking about any sort of external validation. Maybe you wrote a blog post and you're kind of hoping for people to comment, or maybe you put something out there and you're like, oh, well, I'll surely someone will call me up and tell me I've done a good job. Unfortunately, if that's what you're spending your energy trying to get more of, you're actually missing out on opportunities to create a long lasting business that's going to stand the test of time that is going to benefit from those compounded compound interest, I guess, of 
value that you can get from your content, from your reputation out there online or in your community. So let's talk a bit about that today. Now, I'm seeing this a lot on social media and on people's podcasts as well, which is sharing quick fixes or quick ways to get wins. So you might hear a lot of uh, people talk about, hey, these are this is my step-by-step process for increasing my newsletter list from 100 to 10,000 in one month. Or this is, this is my cookie cutter strategy for, um, I don't know, launch, creating a 50K launch for an ebook, for example. These are cool. Like it, I love hearing these stories. I love researching them. I love looking into them. And they're great for inspiration. But if you're expecting to follow someone else's cookie cutter strategy and getting the exact same result for yourself in the same amount of time, then you're in for a rude shock. What usually happens is people will buy these strategies or they'll read a blog post and follow these step-by-step strategies. And when it doesn't work, they start blaming themselves. They start thinking, oh, well, that's it probably didn't work because I'm not very good at um, showing up on video. I'm not good at copywriting on my newsletters. I don't have a big enough audience. Maybe the niche that I chose isn't the right one. And because of these beliefs that we're not good enough or our niche is wrong or the product we've got is not quite good enough, we make changes to our strategies in business too quickly and we don't give our strategies enough time to actually bed into place for us to learn from the feedback that we might get if we had it in place over time. So I'd be really cautious about anyone who's selling you a quick fix strategy because first of all, a lot of the time they are very intense. So it might be like a 30 day challenge to whatever, like increase your Instagram following. Um, That's cool to do for 30 days, but are you going to be able to keep it up every month for a year? 10 years, 20 years, you know, we're building businesses that, you know, a lot of you who are listening are building businesses like me for a lifestyle. We want to have this business run for a long time because one, we want to have the lifestyle that we're living right now. And two, we want to be able to continue helping our audience and our client base for a long time to come. A lot of us are building purpose-led businesses where we want to help people. So if we burn out, if we crash way too quickly, we're not going to be able to help them anymore. So can you do a 50K launch with this really intense launch strategy every three months for the next 10 years? Have a real think about that. Some of you love launching and you love the intensity of it and maybe, yeah, you can do it. I'm not saying it's wrong, but you need to really have a think for yourself and be so self-aware to know that, okay, that sounds really cool for that person, but is it really going to work for me? The other thing I want to talk about in terms of likes, so likes on your social media posts, 
they are not a good measure of how well your business is doing. Unfortunately, it's kind of the only measure that we can see for other people. So you might be looking on a competitor's Instagram page who's doing really, really well in business, or you think they're doing really well because they're getting so much engagement on their posts. They've got so many followers. Yes, it's true. Maybe the bigger the audience you have, the more chances and opportunities you have to sell to more people. But maybe you can have a really engaged audience, but they don't want to buy from you. So number of likes is not a good measurement of how well your business is doing. The measure really should be how many clients are you able to serve? How much income are you making? Are you able to reach more people and share the knowledge that you have to help those people? Like it depends what your business model is, what your aim is. But likes and engagement on posts are not going to, are not necessarily going to help you create more wealth and success and more clients and more time freedom, which is what you want. I want to share with you an example of this. So one of my friends, he is a growth marketer in the digital field. He works for a product-based company that sells a, a number of products. And so they've got a lot of data to, um, to play with and to track. They've got all this customer data, how many people are coming back to buy again, how many people buy once and never come back. They've got lots and lots of data to play with in order to, to kind of manipulate their marketing strategies so that they can see that growth. And the strategy for this company, which is probably going to be quite different to you or I in terms of our businesses, their strategy is to get X number of customers so that in five years time, they can sell it at X million dollars. Okay. So that's their game. And it's really, really interesting. I love talking to him about all the things that he learns in business. Cause I, I like to think about how that can help me and some of my clients as well. He has started to work with a social media manager for that business to grow a following on TikTok. And TikTok's not something that I've delved into before, but I know it can be huge, especially for product-based businesses in terms of if you go viral, maybe that product can kind of go boom. And you see this so much with beauty products. Like I don't even use TikTok and I know so many beauty products or skincare products that are only popular because they went viral on TikTok. So super interesting. But for my friend, he created a TikTok video that went totally viral. Like it, I don't even know the stats. It, it reached millions and millions of viewers within the first couple of hours of it going up. And it just really, really grew their um, engagement and their audience on TikTok. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Did you see a difference in your sales? And he was like, yeah, that was the really interesting thing. We didn't make any more sales from it. So, you know, it might be a really good way to market and get your brand out there. But at the end of the day, if people aren't then buying, what's what's happening? Is it 
really to do with your marketing strategy or is there something else that's not quite right? Maybe they're kind of attracting the wrong types of people based on their content. And that might be similar to what you're facing as well. Maybe you are aiming for more likes, but it's not actually going to help you grow in the way that you want to. So have a real think about that before you put so much effort into trying to go viral on your social media platform of choice. And the final thing I want to highlight in this episode is about the benefits of having longevity in business. So first of all, you know, you've probably heard of the term creating a sustainable business model. And by this, I'm not talking about like eco sustainability. I'm talking about sustainable in terms of being able to sustain over a long period of time, being able to continue on your business journey for a long period of time and attracting clients or income over that period of time, over that stretch as well. The thing with having longevity in business is that it needs you to be really intentional and know yourself really well, especially if you're a solopreneur or you have a really small team around you. You need to know yourself and your habits and your preferences so well that you know you can continue doing this stuff. And this needs radical honesty with yourself. So if you are finding something difficult or boring or tedious, why is that? What's causing that? Can you eliminate it, delegate it? Can you just not do it anymore? Do you need to do it? And if so, can you get help with that? Or is it something that it, it does have to be you who does it? So how can you then make it more fun or make it less tedious, make it easier for yourself to do? Or maybe you're the type of person who wants to just get it all done. I know someone I've worked with hates doing her social media posts, but she's like, I currently don't have the budget to hire a social media manager. And also I don't need to, I've got lots of content to share. I just don't like doing every day. So what I do is when the mood takes me, I will just hunker down and spend hours creating content for the next few months. I'm like, that's such a cool way to do it. Just knowing yourself so well, knowing when the mood takes you to just go and do it then. So having longevity in business means you need to be really self-aware and very intentional with your actions and how you do every single aspect of business. The benefit of this is that you'll be there for a long time. You will have been present in the lives of your audience over years. So they will know that you are the person who, I don't know, helps over fifties with flexibility, or you are the person who, um, is a brand strategist for product-based businesses. And so when those product-based business owners come to the time where they need to do a rebrand, you're at the front of mind. They've already known, known in quoted, um, in quotation marks, they've known you for years and years because they've been following your content, maybe actively, maybe passively. 
Maybe you've been in their inbox over years and years and they've suddenly decided, yeah, I do need a confidence coach right now. And um, yeah, Charlotte's there. I'm, I'm going to get in contact with her. So being there for your customers when they need it is more important than, um, you know, you kind of needing them at a certain time to sign up. So be there for the audience, be there at the right time, meaning you're going to have to be there for a long time again and again and again. And over that time, you're building a brand, you're building that trust, you're repeating your message and consolidating that knowledge in your audience's minds that you are the expert in that. You are someone who can help them with X, Y, and Z. You are the person to contact if and when they're ready to buy. I want to share with you how I came to attracting corporate clients like YouTube and Salesforce to come to me and ask me to deliver workshops for them. So the first iteration of my business was in leadership coaching for women in STEM. So STEM being science, tech, engineering, maths, and while I did one-on-one -on -one coaching with individuals, I also wanted to do quite a lot of corporate work. So delivering corporate group workshops to tech companies such as YouTube and Salesforce. And I always thought, oh, maybe that's something that um, the bigger names would do. You know, would they really hire little old me to go and present to YouTube like multi, multi, multi-billionaire company that is worldwide, well, like household name everywhere globally, would they, you know, they wouldn't hire me, but they did. And they contacted me seemingly out of the blue. Like I would literally get, wake up and get an email from someone in the learning and development team in America saying, Hey, I found your website. I love what you're doing we really need um, to build the confidence of these women up in our workplaces. Can you deliver and create a workshop for us? And it just blew my mind because I just never thought in a million years, little old me here sat in my living room at the time it was like COVID sat in my living room, creating a business from scratch. I could be the person to deliver to this household name brand. And I kind of have thought about that over and over again for the past few years. And while at the time it seemed like these emails came up out of the blue, that wasn't true. What wasn't really accounted for was the years, the two years that I spent repeating myself in terms of how can you grow your confidence as a leader, uh, as a female leader in a male dominated workplace. These are the nuances and topics that my clients are struggling with right now. And here's how to fix them. Um, I talked so much. I repeated myself again and again and again. And it was because of that. It was because of the longevity of the content I was creating, the long form content I was creating. So podcasts and blogs, they were there for years. People could read them over and over again over time. I started to create that reputation for myself that if you need confidence as a woman in STEM, T, 
Tiffany Dawson is the person to go to. And I created that reputation only by having longevity in business. It wasn't from going viral from one post. It wasn't from getting lots of likes on my Instagram or LinkedIn posts. It was that I was a constant presence in these people's lives and they might not have known it. They might not have really noticed it, but when the time came for them to hire someone to deliver a corporate group workshop, they thought of me. Right, so I want you to now have a really good hard think about your business and how much time and energy are you spending on creating a sustainable business that's got legs, that means you've got processes that make business feel so flowy and easy and all the difficult processes you hate doing feel so much easier. Like how how difficult or flowy is your business and how much effort are you spending on creating Instagram posts that's got lots of likes or are you creating a sustainable business model that that has the opportunity to benefit from those compounded benefits of um yeah having having those legs in business I would love to hear your thoughts I would love to hear whether this is something that you have been challenged by before or this is the first time this topic of longevity over likes has come to you and if you're struggling to figure out how can I move my focus away from just getting more engagement on my post to actually creating a longer term strategy for my business meaning that things feel easy I'm creating opportunities that mean I can attract clients over a longer period of time, um, come and chat to me. I'm always on Instagram. Uh, you can DM me anytime and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Before then, uh, before next week, when my next episode will come out, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you are able to really spend this week being mindful of your energy and where it's going because that means that you can do something about it I'll speak to you next week i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did i'd be so grateful if you could help me spread the word that this podcast is here to help other female solopreneurs just like you Please give this podcast show a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe if you'd like to see when future episodes come out. If you have any questions about the topic spoken about today, I'm always happy to answer your questions. Come and find me over on Instagram at Tiffany Dawson underscore and shoot me a DM. I'd love to help. Until next time, take care.